1: Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on HerFantasyFootball.com so you can get our newsletter. And make sure to print off, oh, you don't need the cheat sheet anymore because it's football time! Woo-hoo! Week one is here. Yeah. I need cheat for tomorrow if you have like a crazy draft on Thursday, but most likely you won't because we're on to week one, people. Week one. We've moved on we've right. moved on we're setting our lineups we have our people that we are committed and we're ready to drop uh just a friendly reminder make <laughs> sure you turn into our radio show on SiriusXM fantasy sports network from 9 to 11 eastern on saturday night also you can chat with us on twitter at fantasy fb and on facebook slash her fantasy football i'm your host courtney kirby
0: and i'm ashley williams and i'm brandon marianne lee
1: be honest, ladies, you, You're Brandon, you've done a lot of drafts. Uh, Ashley and I are both in five, I think, and we drafted some pretty early. So you look back, are we already wanting to make moves? Oh,
0: the Scott Fishbowl I want to kill. <laughs> I want to actually kill. And, and it's because they won't let you pick anyone up until after week one. Yeah. And my problem is it's a two-quarterback league, and I had Kirk Cousins, Tony Romo, and Teddy Bridgewater. Oh, I can't yes yeah, so I can't oh, no. and by the way that was a good draft yeah absolutely. in July 4th weekend that was a great draft and um I can't pick up anyone so I mean it's it's really bad it's really bad I just got massacred with injuries so um but I was in a league two where I had Tony Romo and Bruce Ellingtons and Ruben Re- uh, Randall and I was like oh my gosh um now luckily those were late picks, right? They were all last few rounds. So I was able to get um, uh, I got Matt Ryan for this week. I got um, a couple other people, like good people. It wasn't Tajay Sharp, but it was someone in that category. So you can still go in there, you guys. This is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. Don't worry. Keep telling like, yourself absolutely. that. Absolutely. I, sometimes when I feel like I have the worst draft, that's when I win. That's you true. Know. I have you just never know. I have buyer's remorse
2: after
1: almost every draft. Do you guys do that? Absolutely. For a, well, especially for because I've there. gotten D'Angelo Williams in every single league. And while I'm doing it, I feel really, really good about it. But then later I think, oh, well, that only works for three weeks. Mm-hmm. That, that stinks. I mean, I got him for great value. I didn't take him high in like the fifth or sixth round, but um, still, it's just like, oh. And then I realized that my next, because he would be my like my third running back maybe. And I realized my fourth one's like a backup, like a handcuff. I'm like, let's just pray that uh, my two running backs don't go down. Although I have Chris Johnson everywhere, and I don't know why, I don't know if that's just like a subconscious thing. I wasn't going for him, but I have him everywhere. I like <laughs> Chris the- Johnson. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this like a thing that maybe David's gonna go down? I don't know. I'm not saying that. Oh, before, but- stop, stop! I know, I know. Well, I feel bad for all the people that were in on
0: Devonte Parker. Like, it's, it's funny, like, I I look back and I'm like, well, all you the people we were out on, you we were right. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. But I look at some friends and they're like, well, should I start Devontae Parker or someone else? And I'm like, well, we all know it's not Devontae Parker.
1: Yeah, Parker. And we'll get to him later, but I don't think he's going to be playing week one anyways, you guys. So you probably just want to get him out of your lineup now, but we'll get there. Um, mm-hmm. But this is very exciting. Week one's, like, my favorite because it's, like... We can talk about stats from last year. We can talk about what we think is going to happen, but we really don't know. It's so exciting. You just have to, like, use your intuition and uh, put your studs. stats you can. Exactly. Um, But starting your studs, Brandon, that's a good point because we're going to start off with quite possibly the worst game of the week. For your studs, the Carolina Panthers, the Denver Broncos, this is going to be risky. This is going to be risky to, okay, to play I your studs. Yeah. Well, it's like literally it's like the worst matchup to talk yeah. about. Um, and my must starts for Carolina Panthers, I've got Greg Olson. I think think he still remains in your lineup. You know, although Gary Kubiak is the tight end coach. He has a hard time covering tight ends. So Greg Olson should be able to see plenty of action. Um, And Denver gave up the 11th most fantasy points last year to tight ends. So I'm still going with Greg Olson and feeling totally fine about it. Um, Carolina's defense. They are still very viable, guys. And it's one word. Simeon. It's Mm. yummy. It's really yummy. So. Sad. uh, It's going to be nice. So you're still going to play Carolina's defense. My sleepers, we're going to get to sleepers right away. You're like, what? There's so many people that play on Carolina. Yeah, but they're not automatic starters this week, you guys, and that includes the man, your third-round pick, Mr. Cam Newton. Cammy Cam. Cammy Cam Cam, guys. This is a really, really, really tough week. Um, So if you snagged a good quarterback – you might want to play that ex- that your backup this week over Cam Newton, like Derrick Carr or Matthew Stafford, against New, um, Indianapolis. Um, you know Denver gives up the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. We all saw what Denver did to Cam Newton last year. They yeah. clearly had his number. Um, so and Denver gave up only eleven point eight fantasy points in standard leagues to quarterbacks on average that is not awesome and people think that maybe denver's only improved from last year so brandon bravely ranked him at 13 and yep. unfortunately he might even be lower than that guy so that's what i said is like, how do you rank cam newton lower than 13 but you probably will end up there um, it's
2: safe right because you're looking at generally a 10 to 12 team average so technically you're not playing him this week but he's right on the cusp
1: Well, that's if you invested in a quarterback early. You might not have. Your backup might be Alex Smith, and therefore you can still play Cam Newton. But although Alex is going against San Diego, so maybe not. I don't know, guys. It gets tricky. Uh, It's not a good matchup to start off with your number one guy. As for all the Panther wide receivers, I have Benjamin outside of my top 30 in my rankings. um, You know, I think that – they will find room to score somewhere, one of the receivers. But I don't know which one it's going to be. Um, if I had to guess, I'm guessing Gen Jr. You guys is, is kind of where I'm going to go with this. Benjamin is going to be on a snap count, so it means he's not going to be in as many plays as you think he's going to be in. Um, they're trying to work him back into this offense. So Denver only allowed seven receiving touchdowns all last year. It's crazy.
0: No rushing touchdowns
1: from the no rush,
0: Yeah. For the quarterbacks. I'm sorry. I'm sure right. And
1: I'm, I'm, I'm like, like that's, that's, that's not true.
0: Untrue.
1: <laughs> and by the
0: way, how many of those uh, touchdowns did they allow that were only Antonio Brown in that one terrible game?
1: Right. Right. <laughs> it's true. It'd probably be Half only them like, four touchdowns, touchdowns for this season. Um, wow. And that's why I have Jonathan Stewart on my bench this week, you guys. I just don't think that this is going to be a good week for him. I just – I can't justify putting him in my lineup against the Denver Broncos. Um, Broncos have never given up 100 yards and a touchdown to a running back. So um, it's just not my favorite. Uh, There's better guys out there like Deke against Philadelphia, Christian Michaels against Miami, Um, better flex guys, better running back twos for the week. Not in general, per se, but for the week. As for the Denver Broncos, you know, Carolina's defense is really good. Um, they're close to being just as good as the Broncos. Not, not quite, but they're almost there. <laughs> but other than and giving up fantasy points to the Carolina's def- defense, I'm okay with going with everybody else in Denver. I still like Denver's defense. You're going to start them. I think CJ Anderson, it's all about volume and he's going to be getting the ball so much. I think you still start CJ Anderson. Now, again, temper your expectations of what they're going to give you this week against Carolina, but I think the fantasy is still going to be there over who your other option probably is going to be. They have two rookie cornerbacks on Carolina. And I think that Kubiak is going to be testing them like crazy. Not only that, but kind of really pushing Simeon into the NFL full force. Therefore, I like Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders. So I, I, I'm okay with either one. I I know that sounds crazy. I've got Emmanuel in my sleepers. I've got Demarius as a must start, but I think either one is good. Um, As for my bench, I love Virgil Green, do not get me wrong, but this is not the week to be starting him. So I'm just going to go ahead and hold off on Virgil Green. Um, Don't pick him up if he's on the waiver wires yet. Um, I wouldn't play Semyon even in my two-quarterback league against Carolina, but just a fun fact, in the last three years, no one has more catches of 25-plus yards than Emmanuel Sanders. And so he just played. got a three-year contract say today. And he just got an extension day. to his contract, and if and he is very happy. He did not want to leave Denver, so I am very excited for him that he's going to stay here. Um, way to go, Elway, to get that done. All right, guys, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Atlanta Falcons. I see some fantasy gold in this matchup. Do you? Um, Do you? I like it. Yeah, I do too. Do you not? I like it. I like it a lot.
2: I'm already bored with this matchup, and I haven't even talked about him yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ashley has a cold,
0: and she's just charming tonight.
2: I Yeah. Charming. If you could see me, (laughs) I look charming. I sound charming. My notes are very minimalistic, which is not like me. (laughs) But... I also may be screaming because my ears are plugged. I can't even I can barely hear you guys with my earbuds in. So this will be a delightful show. So I'm sorry, exactly. but
0: week one, um, week one, baby, yeah. we're number yes. one. Um,
2: Mike Evans, I like Mike Evans. It's interesting because the Falcons actually gave up the second fewest points to wide receivers last year, which I would not have thought. Like, I That's never really thought. You know, like like they're decent, but you're not like second best. But it's Mike Evans. Mike Evans, the the issue with Mike Evans, or not issue, but good thing, is he gets so many targets. He's inevitably going to have to catch something and produce for you. So he's a must start for me. Doug Martin is a must start. They give up the six most points to running back, so you can rush on this team. But overall, part of the reason my notes are so minimalistic is, is my opinion on week one is you have to play your studs. You play the guys that you drafted first in your lineup because that is why you drafted them. For me, week one is not the moment to get cute. Now, Grant, if you've got a horrible matchup, like Courtney just said, you may want to think about a couple of them if you've got some guys that are close. But for the most part, Mike Evans and Doug Martin, you drafted them to be in your starting lineup there, in your starting lineup no matter who they were going to play this week. But Charles Sims, I do like him. He's in my sleeper category, again, because the Falcons gave up the six most points to running backs. Again, he's actually more of a receiving back, so that's not great. that They gave up the second fewest to wide receivers, but I think he'll be able to convert. And be the nice little hybrid this week for that, and everybody else, you are not playing.
1: Bye, Tampa Bay. Bye. Wow. All right. Well, Mike well, Evans has a. Well, ball
2: think up. about like who else did you draft from this team that that you drafted as a starter? You didn't draft the tight ends. You, I hope you didn't draft Jameis Winston as your starting quarterback. Uh,
0: I think some people will start him. We'll see. Again, I was, second, no, second, second few points like, to wide receivers. No, I know, I know, exactly. So, um, No, I think you're right. Uh, home team, though, is the Atlanta Falcons, and I will say that Julio Jones is a stud. Let's put it that way. Uh, the first time he went up against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last year, he caught 12 passes for 162 yards and a touchdown, so that's nice. Second time he caught eight Catches for 93 yards last year. Uh, Tampa Bay gave up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing wide receivers. He'll go up against cornerback Vernon Hargreaves, who's a rookie.
1: Ah, awesome! You don't <laughs> love it.
0: So, uh, well, I of course I love it
1: if I own. Let's Hulu all Jones. pray to God that we do not play against Julio Jones. This Correct. Week. Correct. <laughs> that's that's some that's of the fear that I'm really feeling like. for. Yeah,
0: I'm like, yeah. oh man, do I have enough Julio Jones in my life? I don't think I do. I so don't think I do. Not this week. Too bad. Devontae Freeman Julio. as well in preseason. Just a reminder: it, there is no problem with Tevin Coleman. That was a made-up problem. It does not exist. He will be fine. He, uh, sleepers is Matt Ryan. Just because someone's got throw those balls to Julio. will will get an interception in the end zone. Probably that's his jam, but he'll also get a lot of points. So I feel okay about him as a sleeper. And, um, as I said, like in the league where I had Tony Romo as my only quarterback, I got my, Matt Ryan this week. I feel fine about it. The bench, um, possibly Muhammad Sanu in the future will be interesting, but again, it's week one. So I don't feel comfortable suggesting him, but do, uh, check him out and kicker Matt Bryant is the guy just in case there's any confusion there were there was a lot of kicker movement that happened over the last couple weeks uh, Cody Parker de- Parky doesn't have a job anymore Robbie Gold doesn't have a job anymore there are a lot of people and then do not play uh, Atlanta's defense they are terrible against the run really bad in fact they gave up the most receptions to opposing running backs that's why we're talking about Charles Sims I think both Martin and Sims are going i a pretty decent game. Boom. Minnesota Vikings, the Tennessee Titans.
2: So this one I'm really torn with, guys, because we've got the new quarterback situation with Sean Hill or Sam Bradford. No
0: one – and it's interesting. It's I agree with you. With what? That it's a question mark. both like, a question football is like, It's Sean Hill. It's Sean Hill. I was like, uh, I don't think so, guys.
2: Well, and that's what's so interesting to me is because if if M- Malarkey feels that it is Sam Bradford, and they're just not saying who it is, they're they're prepping for Sam Bradford is who they're prepping for.
1: So, you know, well, and it's, it's pretty easy when you have one play. It's called handing the it's ball. Called off. Adrian Peterson. Yeah, yeah. I would. Again, I can't imagine going to have that hard of a time picking up the. I gotta the learn calls. this this big book what, here. of Plays. What? Do I turn left or right? to hand the ball right. off. It yeah. gets confusing. It does. It does.
2: Yeah. The, their book is one page. It just says <laughs> yeah. AP, AP. AP. on it. Okay.
1: Um, but honestly, they, they're they going to
2: rely on the run because if it is Bradford, he hasn't been really involved in this offense enough to really be fully grasping the entire playbook. A, yes, he is a pro football player. Yes, this is what the third team that he's been on. But that doesn't really matter. He hasn't really fully integrated himself with this offense. So... Your must start is obviously Adrian Peterson, but you're gonna start Adrian Peterson anyway because again you easily you got him in your first round. You are playing him. Now granted the Titans gave the fifth fewest points last year to running backs, but it's A P. AP kind of trumps weird stats like that. We don't really look at things at that moment. Now, what's unfortunate is that they gave up the 10th most points to wide receivers, so this would actually be a really good week to play a wide receiver. But again, I'm nervous because I don't know if it's Sean Hill or Bradford. and I don't know what kind of energy and synergy we've actually seen from these teams. So, you know, Stefan Diggs, I would give you an, you know, maybe in a flex, I'll let you play it there. I don't want you playing Treadwell. I don't want you playing Charles Johnson, who A's quad is questionable for the game. And I don't want you playing any of the quarterbacks. And what is a little bit interesting is I'm I'm tempted with Kyle Rudolph because we do have a quarterback situation that's not fully vetted. But I don't like love Kyle Rudolph anyway. But they do give up the seventh most poised tight end. So if you were going to play Kyle Rudolph, this is the week. But unfortunately, I feel like you can't really play play him oh i hate this matchup entirely and it all is because of the quarterback situation so really ap is my only person i feel 100 confident that you can really put in your lineup you guys agree
1: with that i totally agree i just don't think any of these wide receivers are veteran enough to be quarterback proof and to just pick up a quarterback the way he throws the ball the way that the strength that it comes to you um the quirks you know I, i just don't think that they can pick up that fast on the chemistry with their quarterback if it's, if it is indeed Bradford. So, I do I think totally you can trade
0: it. low though to get Stefan Diggs for rest of season. I agree. Yeah, I, I think you can too. And the thing not is, not this week. But in
2: terms of where you drafted Stefan Diggs, you probably didn't even draft him as a starting wide receiver. So there, let's hope if, not. In my opinion. <laughs> This is.
1: <laughs> I don't know why you'd even put in a draft or a trade for a Minnesota wide receiver. It seems ridiculous.
2: Well, I think I think they've got potential. I do. I, I, do. I you know, I think. <laughs> but but here's my thing. I'm not going to go so far as to say it for this year. Or, I mean for this game. Excuse me, uh, because again when I policy, you did not draft him as your stud. You are not playing him, particularly in a situation like this where there are so many question marks. You're not going to play him this week. Wait and see how this flushes out before you get cute and put him in your lineup. Just don't do it.
1: All right. Titans, Ashley.
2: So the Titans are a little bit different situation. We got Kendall Wright, whose hamstring is out for the game, but you weren't going to be playing him anyway, but I just want to make note in case somebody was in a crazy deep league and drafted Kendall Wright. Uh, Your must starts for me, DeMarco Murray. Granted, the Vikings do give the seventh fewest points to running backs, but DeMarco Murray's been on fire all preseason. And again, you drafted him as a stud, so you're playing him. You're also playing Delaney Walker. Again, he is your starting tight end. You were playing him. He will do fine. My sleepers are Tajay Sharp, Richard Matthews, and Derrick Henry. I think Derrick Henry you could put in into a flex because, again, they do want to get him the ball. Um, Tajay, if I had to choose between Tajay Sharp and Rashard Matthews, I feel like I'm leaning Tajay Sharp. Yeah, you know, but I'm not loving either of them because again, you didn't draft them as your starters, so don't play them this week and see how they do in week one. So that's my against a tougher
1: defense. I agree
2: too. It's a tough. The Vikings are good. It's a tough. Yeah, they're defense. better too. So, I mean, now the secondary is middle of the pack, but I do think the Vikings' defense has improved overall this year. So, to me. Again, you didn't draft him as a stud. Don't play them week one.
1: Right. The Cleveland Browns, the Philadelphia Eagles, Brandon
0: Browns.
1: All right.
0: Our little baby children. All right. They're on the road. I don't love that. But, you know, hey, I say you still must start Gary Barnage. Uh, You did draft him as a starting tight end. I have no problem with that. There's no Josh Gordon. Corey Coleman's still on the mend. He's still a rookie. 79 catches going over 1,000 yards with nine touchdowns last season. I still feel like they're going to lean on him. I know the Philadelphia Eagles defense will be better this year. Why? Because they're not in a Chip Kelly style team, right? Where Chip Kelly just has this hurry up offense and the defense is on the field all the time. So they give up a ton of points. It will be different, especially under Doug Peterson. He's definitely someone that believes that it has to be a a defensive, you know, like stronghold and run the ball and slow down the game. It's the exact opposite of Chip Kelly. But still – I'm starting Gary Barnage uh, until something crazy happens. Duke Johnson, Philadelphia Philadelphia gave up six touchdowns in the air to running backs last season. Um, They you know, they weren't very good against them. So, you know, this is your time. Uh, I, you know, I was surprised the whole time that Duke Johnson was going so much higher than Isaiah Crowell, because again, Isaiah Crowell is the starter, everybody. Yes, he is getting a ton of usage. He's getting a bulk of the work. He's a volume guy. Uh, again, we're assuming that Peterson's going to be running the ball. That's his thing. He wants to slow down the game as slow as humanly possible. And he wants to especially do that when he's going up against a rookie quarterback who is probably not Gonna be able to go up and down the field, you know, and score a bunch of points. So he's gonna be like, "All right, you guys, slow down, run the ball. It'll be fine." So look for a lot of Crowell time. And as far as sleepers are concerned, I'd say everyone else. None of them are really uh, people that you drafted to be starters. Like Terrell Pryor, uh, you know, Robert Griffin the Third. Maybe you drafted Corey Coleman as a starter in a really deep league where you start a bunch of wide receivers i'm not totally against it but you know eh. and then don't start i guess andrew hawkins but other than that eh. just everyone eh. Did
2: you see him <clears> saying <throat> that isaiah crowell could very easily get over a thousand yards he's like why wouldn't he <laughs> it's like i love it
0: oh yeah i don't know I why people it. aren't listening they're like well no 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 but i i'm like i don't know where you guys are coming from duke is sexier here.
1: duke is so much sexier yeah, everybody likes pick. the receiving yep. running back. So it is what it does. Uh, that's why you listen to our show. That's right. Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles must start Carson Wentz, guys. Just kidding. But he was the starter for the Philadelphia Eagles. He's he's been the guy, I guess. I don't know why, but okay. I hate when they throw rookies into for week one, especially yeah. rookies that aren't like you know. Did you hear how he found out? Rookies.
0: No. He was hunting geese in a cornfield. <laughs> oh, I love it. It's so Dakota. It's so Dakota. As someone who's That's married to a man from the Dakotas.
1: That is yeah. so awesome. That is so awesome. Man, I love that story. Um, but with a rookie quarterback, uh, you guys, Earths. Looking good this week. Looking good. He's going to be used because rookie quarterbacks love their tight ends. So they have him ranked seventh, so he's a must start. Jordan Matthews is back on the field, and I think this is going to be a a great week for him to play. Um, He will be facing Joe Hayden, but, you know, he wasn't awesome last year. And I think Matthews can outplay him. So just keep an eye on his his health. He did have a knee injury um, that – held him out for a while until Monday so keep it on that and I love running back Ryan Matthews this week Cleveland is awful against the run last year Cleveland in general is just a really bad defense so you draft him you play him against the worst defense the Cleveland Browns so that's a no brainer for me the bench yes Carson Wentz is the bench he's ranked 32nd Brandon I think that's a little harsh (laughs) He's not a starter. I mean, who's worse? Yeah. Well, there are a lot of contention, let's be honest. There's Winter. a lot of contention this week. Yeah, <laughs> There's a there. lot of contenders. Uh, right, no. And, and Darrell Green-Beckham, you guys. I'm keeping him on the bench until Wins gets into the NFL, see how he can spread the ball around. Um, not not my favorite play this week. Cincinnati Bengals, the New York Jets, Ashley.
2: AJ Green. He is a given. The defense, the Jets are middle of the pack when it comes to the secondary based off last year's stats. But you're playing AJ Green no matter what. Week in, week out. You only bench that guy if he's injured or if he's on a bye. That is it. Jeremy Hill. I like him a lot too despite the fact that the Jets have a really good um, line. to give the third fewest points. But it's Jeremy Hill. You know, he was the 14th highest scoring running back last year. I I see him being in that exact same spot, if not better, this year. He's another guy that you're going to play week in, week out. My sleeper is Giovanni Bernard. I think he's the kind of guy who was drafted around the seventh round for you, and he's the guy you drafted in your flex. I think he's, again, going to be perfect in the flex because, again, he's one of those hybrid players where he receives just as much if not more than rushes so i think he'll be able to still get some steam this game and i like him in terms of you being able to put him into your flex now tyler eifert is out with an ankle injury so please do not play him i know many of you drafted him make sure you check your injuries before the hand he is put him on ir
1: and pick up jason witten people if if you have an ir yep four to six weeks oh
0: that's who i got in that league i got jason witten for bruce Ellison.
1: My husband, my husband made fun of me so bad for saying Jason Witten could be a sleeper this year, and I'm going up against him with Jason Witten. And he's like, I know he's going to get touched on this week because I've been talking so much smack. And I was like, I know he's going to get touched on this week because I'm right. <laughs> because I'm <laughs> right. I love. Sorry, that. not my team. Anyways, but I
2: exciting. do, I do want you guys to watch Brian LaFelle and Tyler Boyd. Um, I'm still waiting to see how this is going to flush out in terms of who is actually going to get more targets out of these two and i don't think preseason was helpful for us in any way shape or form when it comes to them but again you did not draft these guys as your studs so you are not playing them this week nonetheless but make sure you watch because that's what's really important in weeks you know these first couple weeks is to actually get a feel of just how much these players your fringe players are actually going to get utilized on the team so make sure you're paying attention to them and then
1: you can trade them away from one of those minnesota receivers (laughs) no <laughs> no. You are so sassy
2: pants amazing well, but no.
0: I think I think Stephon Diggs is like thousand yard potential in him.
1: He's the number one guy. Yeah, I too. I, I bet he wishes he was on a different team.
0: He just
2: needs some. We we need the Bradford
1: energy to uh, be I a little bit more. That
2: place is not, not the week? It's not the week, Brent. <laughs> but what's a little sad <laughs> is that Dalton. I don't love Dalton this week because the Jets give up the seventh fewest points to quarterbacks based on last year's stats. But more than likely, you drafted Dalton as a starting quarterback, so you have to play him. Um, it's not prime times. So that's the good news. So he should do okay. Um,
0: <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, yeah.
2: But don't I will expect say Sheldon magic Richardson out of him. has to
0: serve a suspension this week. They have all these yep. rookie linebackers. They have some issues. There's a possibility, but you're right. It's not. It's not good to go.
2: It's not like you're going to expect blow-up blow numbers, but that's okay because like you said there is issues. The Jets looked horrendous all preseason long, so maybe that's going to carry over into this game. Uh, but you but you have to play him anyway because you drafted him as your starting quarterback, so you're going to play him nonetheless. So How about the Jets? Brian Marshall, he is questionable with a hip injury, but he's been nursing this injury for a while. I think he will play. Eric Decker is another guy that is a must-start for you. Granted, the Bengals are good, but they've also got some suspension issues on their side as well. So we're, you know, these are two Tis defenses. The season. Tis, <laughs> that's right. It's <laughs> the season. A lot suspension. of suspensions today. That's right. A lot of people serving suspensions for uh, being bad boys. Um, <laughs> bad boys. Bad boys, bad boys. What, what you gotta do? do? Mess my week one fantasy. That's what you do. <laughs>
1: nice! <laughs> wow, way to, way to
0: I
2: am on a bust lot of, out the
0: rhymes.
1: I'm on a lot of <laughs> cold
2: medicine right now. A lot. Um,
1: Remix chicken, 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 chicken.
0: There are zero people wanting to sign us right now. That's right. As a, <laughs> a rap group, zero you should people. Make sure to
1: subscribe to us, guys. You yeah, get absolutely. us all the time. But again, guys, <laughs> it's Derek
2: and Brandon Marshall. You're playing them every single week, so it doesn't really matter you're playing them. Now, Matt Forte did not look great this preseason but he does need a little bit of time to get in the smooth of things. Same with Bilal Powell. The defense is a middle of the pack against the rush, so I think you're going to be fine there. You you play your guys. This is not the week for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but again, you didn't draft him as your starter, so you don't need to be concerned about him this week. Um, And that's really kind of all you're playing from the Jets.
1: No beard Fitzpatrick. No Fitzy. Oakland Raiders, the New Orleans Saints. So I was
0: uh, on Snapchat today, and I said, I have a feeling this might be a trap just too good to be true, Oakland. You always and think that. You, know?
1: you always think that. It's Pats, not. It's I don't facts. feel like you're fully really
2: on board it's with facts. the Raiders,
1: Brandon.
0: I feel like I'm,
2: yeah.
1: Brandon's like won't give up on the New Orleans Saints defense. No, they no, to. they're terrible. They're terrible. They're they are terrible. In- but bad. you think that they're going to have a moment, um, and you tend to think it's going to be every week you say play them.
0: No, but I feel like every time that I do actually tell people to play them, they have mediocre stats. But they're okay, but not great. Listen, Derek Carr had a really good preseason. He's throwing the ball down the field. I feel very good about him. Um, You know, of course, I'm nervous because the Vegas over under is the highest, uh, along with it's actually tied with the Detroit Indianapolis game at 51.5. And that's a really good way to determine who you want to start because the higher the over under, the more points that people think they're going to score more points that are being scored, the more fantasy points are being scored. That's just math. So, uh New Orleans gave up the absolute most fantasy points to quarterbacks, third most to running backs, seventh most to wide receivers and the absolute most to tight ends last year. They were historically bad, gave up the most uh touchdowns ever. Um you can pretty much start everyone and and, I, and you're just going to have to, it is what it is. I love Latavius Murray in this matchup. And for the season, like we've said over and over again, he is the starter and it looks like actually Deandre Washington is still behind Taiwan Jones on the depth chart guys on their website. Okay. Yeah. On the Oakland Raiders website. So, uh, you know, I, I'm not saying that it's never going to happen eventually, but I am saying that right now, Latavius Murray is the guy and this is a great matchup. Um, Uh, Amari Cooper Michael Crabtree are obvious must starts nothing to get into there and in this case so is Derek Carr he uh, is going to be a okay and they made a big point of him throwing the ball down the field over 20 yards multiple times during the preseason. I think that they almost think this is a preseason game so look for more of the same. In weird news, Lee Smith is listed as the number one tight end on the depth chart over Clive Walford, who's had a weird preseason. He's dealt with injuries, he's been quiet on the field. Um From a productivity front, I'd stay away from this for safety, even though it's a great matchup. I just think it's a little risky for week one. And the bench is their defense because I'm still a Drew Brees believer. And speaking of Drew Brees, on to the New Orleans Saints. Congratulations to Drew Brees on his new contract. right. right. 24.25 24.25 million additional. Uh, congratulations. It's a short extension, which makes sense because he's 37. It's not a slam. Anyone who's interpreted it that way is wrong. It is called age, and it happens to everybody. Um, Oakland was pretty average across the board as far as defenses are concerned, but the Saints are so much better at home. And of course, they start at home, so there's a lot of points on this side too. Mark Ingram is a must start because I've gotten so many questions on Twitter about Mark Ingram. You guys, he should be your like number one to number two to running back. Period. You drafted him, you play
1: him. What? Why are you asking? It's me not if like you start Mark is Ingram is that crazy amazing? It's not. No, no. It's like come on, that's weird. And no
0: one's even close to him on the death chart. I don't, I don't understand this. I've been asked like 100 Mark Ingram questions in the last 48 hours, and it makes zero sense to me. Brandon Cooks and Willie Sneed are listed as the starters. Willie Sneed has had a fantastic preseason. I am a big Willie Sneed fan. Um, it's the unofficial depth chart, which, by the way, they were very clear about. Uh, but Michael Thomas is um, not listed as a starter, but he's a very good flex option in this case. I think they're going to want to get him involved and to score a touchdown at home in their first game. That's just a gut feeling. There's no actual statistical evidence to back that up. But he's also (laughs) had a very good preseason. They really like him there, so um, good for them. I think all three receivers, though, could very well have a Marcus Colston frustrating season, to be entirely frank, where they just spread the ball around in the sleepers category. CJ Spiller actually is having a decent preseason. He says he's the best that he's been since he has been there. You didn't have to draft him at all. He's probably on waivers where he should be thankfully, but if he does have a good game, I'm okay with you picking him up, especially if you went late round running back. So he's someone to watch. Kobe Fleener has stunk it up. This whole preseason. And he's even said he's having a difficult time. So he is on the sleepers, not in the must-start. And I know everyone wants him in the must-start. I just have to warn you. I don't know what's going on with this guy. Uh, So he's in my sleeper designation. Even though Oakland did give up the third most fantasy points to opposing tight ends. He might be okay, but man, for the season, I'm a little worried. Not gonna lie. Bench, obviously the defense. Uh, (laughs) And then they got rid of Kai Forbath. So now Will Lutz is the kicker there.
1: What? Delightful. Yeah. So keep your eye on the kicker, you guys. Points are points. Kickers matter. Buffalo Bills at the Baltimore Ravens. All right. Must start Sammy Watkins. He's a must start, obviously. I have not ranked him higher than Jordy Nelson and Brandon Marshall this week. I am a believer. He's at number 10. So do it, Sammy. Do it. Uh, Last year, the Ravens gave up the fifth most fantasy points to wide receivers. So this would be delicious. Uh, LaShawn McCoy is a must-start Ashley. Uh, we got him ranked at 10th running back, um, which brings me to my love of Tyron Taylor this week. You guys, we have him ranked seventh. I think you could even finish higher than that. So I, yeah. uh, I, you know, he has some tough matchups this year, you guys. So if you drafted him, you're going to play him against the Baltimore Ravens. That's right. Let's are. just say that, uh, no necessarily sleepers, but we move on to the bench and I've got Charles clay, um, even though he's one of my favorites uh, in the really late rounds for drafting. I just think that Baltimore was able to shut down tight ends out of everything else last year. So I'm just going to go ahead and stay away from this him this week. Um, and the Buffaloes defense, you guys, they fall out of the top 12 this week um, in our rankings. So I'm going to go ahead and say don't play them against the Ravens, which is weird because the Ravens are a complete hot mess. Um, <laughs> but I'm kind of hot into mess. it. So a hot mess. Um, so my number one person for you to start on the the Baltimore Ravens is Justin Tucker, the kicker. So you're gonna play him. My second guy, you guys <laughs> dropped, but brought back together. Justin Forsett, you guys. He is the starting running back. Some people in between those three day periods where he got dropped did not pick him up. They Go pick him problem. up. Go get him. You do not need Tevin Coleman as much as you might need right now, Justin Forsett. So, um, pick him up. You know, I love that he said it was uh, it was just a trial separation. <laughs> and what I made love no that.
2: sense to me. I mean, I guess I get it because I was like, gosh, she's making the exact same money, but they needed it for to like, move some guys down to IR. So I get it. I get why it happened. But I was like, man. You guys don't care about fantasy. And he all. didn't
0: have to go through waivers because yep. he is a special veteran. So if he would, because, he, you know, if he would have gone through waivers, someone else would have picked him up. Right. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Oh, of yeah. course.
2: But he was obviously in the know. That's why he yeah had he, cheeky it,
1: message. Yeah. As he said, I didn't even clean out his locker or out his locker. So I obviously I didn't clean out his locker. He didn't clean out his locker either. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, you're so lazy. <laughs> I'm so lazy. Justin, call me. I'll be there. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so this means no Terrence West. Uh, do not do that. You need to know. Justin's back. Terrence is out. Um, uh, as for sleepers, you know, all the wide receivers to me fall in this category this week. Um, Ronald Darby is the only real threat for the wide receivers um this week. So whoever he covers is not gonna be have the best week of their life. But I still like Mike Wallace. I think Mike Wallace could have a good week. Uh, he's one of those boomer bust flex players, so this could be a good week for him, and everybody else is on the batch. San Diego Chargers, the Kansas City Chiefs. Ashley. Oh, the
2: Chargers. I'm intrigued for this matchup. What do you guys think?
0: Hot mess. Hot
2: mess, and yet not.
0: Kansas City's good, though.
2: Kansas City defense is good because here's the deal. They give up the fewest points to tight ends, which is not great. The fourth fewest to running backs, which might be a problem for Melvin Gordon. But they give up the ninth most points to wide receivers. And with that said... Last year. well, Yeah, last year, obviously. We have no clue what they're going to do this year, but... I still think you have to start Antonio Gates. I am on the Melvin Gordon train. I think you are starting Melvin Gordon, despite the fact they give the fourth fewest points. Now, Graham, where you probably dropped a Melvin Gordon would have been in a flex role anyway, so I'm comfortable with you playing him in a flex. Keenan Allen, as everyone knows, is not my favorite, but you got to play him anyway. you got to play him just for the targets. It's not a great matchup for Phillip Rivers either because they get the fifth fewest points up to quarterbacks. So I have Phillip Rivers on the bench because more than likely you probably didn't draft Phillip Rivers as your starting quarterback. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he actually had a good
1: game. I think Woodhead is going to have a bigger game than Gordon this week. And I have stayed away from Woodhead this year, and I love Woodhead.
2: I like Woodhead too. Don't believe
1: Woodhead in the system with the Chargers being so weird with everything. But I think Woodhead against Kansas City –
2: well, because of the good, gonna work. He's, he's
1: the receiving back. So because right. they
2: do get the ninth most points to wide receivers, it would make sense that they swing him out of the backfield and have him res- catch. And I have him as a sleeper, only for the fact, like with Courtney, I do think it's a great matchup and I think he'll do well. But you didn't draft him to play him. Um, but but he if already you already did. In PPR, you did. That's true. And if you want to put him in a flex, I think this could be definitely be a decent week to play him. I mean, no one has had more receiving yards than Danny Woodhead as in terms of running backs. So uh, he did pen a little letter. Did you guys see the letter that he penned this week? Um No he wrote this sweet little letter you know this boy who played in nebraska and how he never envisioned his career where it would be it basically is just a whole letter about him being a giant underdog and him just being fabulous danny woodhead that he is
1: he graduated um, from chadron state that's where my husband went they partied right. together
2: that's right that's right
1: really yeah oh yeah
2: but it was oh, funny to cute. <laughs> i didn't know that, cute? that.
1: Yeah. oh yeah they graduated together
2: the letter was funny though because it mentioned that when he got dr- when they got picked up by the Patriots, they he really thought they picked him up just to get intel on the Jets, but then <laughs> Belichick didn't even talk to him because they were playing the Jets that week, and you know, we all know how much Belichick hates the Jets. Um, but the, the, Belichick didn't even talk to him until after the game. He's like, so I guess that wasn't the case. Maybe they actually wanted me. It was really cute. I felt like it's one of those like,
0: oh, I'll have to Aww.
1: read it. Um, Wentz we don't care about ducks, people, We care about being productive. In Nebraska, that's right. He could be productive at
2: And I actually like Travis Benjamin too. If you were in a deep league and you want to take a flyer, I think he's a decent this pickup this week as well. Um, I think this whole team could actually do well. But the the Chiefs do have a good defense. But I think that I think the you know Chargers are gelling. I'm into this matchup. Kansas City Chiefs, Jeremy Macklin, in terms of the Chargers, they give the fourth fewest points to wide receivers. This was surprising to me because I guess I just kind of lumped the
1: Chargers in. It's in there. It's so good.
2: I know, but I just lumped them into the total crap category
1: of last year. And then I was like, Most people do, so that's a good thing that Hmm. you're saying that. Hmm. Because I'm down on Jeremy Macklin this week.
2: I'm down on him too this week. I don't know if this is really the week, but you drafted him as a starter, so – Unless you've got a better option
1: out there, how can you say you're benching
2: Jeremy your for
1: San Diego? Just doesn't sound right.
2: It's a tough one, uh, but you're not benching Travis Kelsey because they gave up the 12th most points to tight ends. So I think Kelsey will do great. Um, Spencer, where they give the fourth most points to running backs. So again. Jamal Charles knee is questionable and Andy Reid does not think that he is going to play this week which means that Spencer Ware will be the guy and he could have a huge game so if you had drafted Spencer Ware it is for games like this that you drafted him so you need to put him in Uh, don't get don't try to get clever with Chris Conley or Albert Wilson, the other wide receivers on this team. Because, again, if someone's going to do well, it's going to be Jeremy Macklin. And the fact that we don't feel confident that Jeremy Macklin's going to have a great game, you definitely don't want to put someone like Chris Conley or Albert Wilson in there. So they're going to focus on the run. It's going to be a very run-heavy uh, game. I'm into wear. I'm definitely into wear this game. And you're not playing Alex Smith. That goes without saying.
1: Boom. I'm playing Alex Smith in a two-quarterback league. Is that okay? Well,
2: yeah, two-quarterback league, obviously. But he no I'm one drafted Alex sense. Smith as their starter in a one-quarterback league, unless you're foolish. I think Alex Smith We're, is
0: going to have a rushing touchdown.
2: But I don't think he's going to exceed 14 points.
1: Really? Mm-mm. I think he's going to get 16.7. Put it it's down. Jam. Put it down paper. He he left. Left. That's why you got that paper seven and pen for the show. Write
2: right. it down. corny. 16.7 <laughs> points. That's right. Alex Smith for. Corny. I can see him
0: being one of the top ones. I, I can see him With having no Macklin touchdown.
2: No Macklin. No Macklin no.
0: touchdown. I, I bet he does. We you know what he's going to do. He's going to do the two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey in week one, like he likes to do so that everyone gets excited and thinks yeah. it's going to be the greatest thing ever. And then he won't show up again. But week one, Travis Kelsey is always a beast. Yep. And it's a good matchup
1: for him. So I I, I really, I'm a really big fan of Kelsey this week. Yeah. All right. Detroit Lions and the Indianapolis Colts. Well, this is easy. These two teams are so easy. You're starting everybody. It's again, the game of the week. This is the fantasy orgy
0: this this and the new the oakland uh new orleans game and again i'm concerned but it doesn't matter it's math uh so 51.5 is the over under uh must start stafford this week against that bad indie defense things went from bad to worse when they lost their uh cornerback Vontae davis so um uh, antonio Cromartie came in but no one cares about that so um You can also start Golden Tate and Marvin Jones, although Tate was limited in practice due to an ankle injury, but supposedly he looks fine. It's not a big deal, but he will be listed as questionable due to the new rules of uh, everybody um, in the National Football League is now – officially questionable. Uh, Sleepers, I'm going to put Eric Ebron in here. He is questionable with an ankle injury. He has been dealing with that for a while. Some reports say that he's good to go. If so, he could have a huge game, but it is a big gamble for week one. But, hey, you know what? Some of us are desperate. It is what it is um, because a lot of people punted on tight end. Tight end actually ran out a lot quicker this year than I thought it would. Yeah. I felt like that in all my drafts. Yeah, I just didn't like it. So a lot of them I'm kind of like, You know, like, is Zach Miller still questionable? Eric Ebron's still questionable? A lot of those things. Um, On the bench, uh, we're going to learn more about the backfield on Sunday. But, man, if you can avoid it, I would. Uh, I think it's going to be Amir Abdullah. Again, he's been dealing with injuries. Riddick does definitely have a role as the pass-catching back, so hopefully he's still A-OK for your PPR leagues. Um, But, again, Zach Zenner has been out and about. It's a weird backfield, so I don't love it. I think they're going to be passing the ball more than running the ball. And speaking of passing the ball more than running the ball, it is the Indianapolis Colts. Why? Because it's shootout potential. Andrew Luck, you do want to start him. I know they don't have an offensive line, but this is more of a season-long issue than a week one issue. It means that he might get hurt, and I don't like that. But for week one, it means he's going to have to throw the ball because I don't think they're going to be able to run it. Um, I'm also starting T.Y. Hilton and Dante Moncrief. They both have nice matchups. The sleepers are Dwayne Allen. The only reason he's a sleeper So everyone thinks he's going to get all of these targets that used to go to Kobe Fleener, But the problem is they need him to block because that offensive line has been so bad. So that's my only thing is that he, is he going to be able to catch the ball as much as I need him to, or is he going to have to block so that Andrew Luck is alive in week two? So a little bit worried about that. And then Philip Dorsett is the number three wide receiver, but since they're going to be throwing the ball a lot, he might actually get some work. I'm okay with him. To me, Philip Dorsett's a guy that I'm only playing in shootout matchups. And well, here's a shootout. Here we are. So uh, if you got Philip Dorsett and you want to start him, this is the week. And on the bench, Frank Gore, I'm putting this here because, I mean, their own owner said, I'm concerned like any fan out there when speaking of their offensive line. This is not a joke, people. Frank Gore averaged 3.7 yards per carry last year. He posted a negative receiving grade from Pro Football Focus for the sixth straight season. Um, I am a Frank Gore fan. I am not a Frank Gore fan in that particular situation, so I'm still nervous. Uh, you know, you didn't draft him as necessarily a starter, so if you can find someone else, I would.
1: All right, ladies, just because de- the both of these people have defenses that are kind of equally bad, right? I think this is the this is the game of the week, and therefore I think we should pick the final score because it's going to be a shootout. Brandon, final score. Ashley, final score. Who's winning? And final numbers. You can do it. Hmm. I'm going. I'm going to go lions to win. Lions to win. Ashley. What's the score? 28-24. 28-24. Brandon. I was going to say 28-35. That's what I was going to say. Who's to win, though? I'll take whoever you don't think. I think they're even. I was going to go Lions to win. Then I'll go Indy. Okay
2: i like to point out that no one's a winner this week in this. No,
1: game. no one won that. That's- no one's no. a winner. Yeah. Well, you all win in fantasy. You win. Yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. This is why it's it's the orgy, guys. Everybody wins. I... Everybody wins. All right, guys, the Chicago Bears, <laughs> the Houston Texans, this is not – this is nobody wins in this one, guys. Nobody wins uh, for Chicago. So I'm just going to go with the fact that if you don't have Jeremy Langford, you're benching everybody else in the Chicago Bears – unless you didn't listen to the show the whole preseason and you drafted Alshon Jeffrey, even though I told you not to, because then you are starting him <laughs> because you drafted him and now you have to live with him yep. until he dies Cause he will. Um, this is not going to be Jean- Jeremy Lankford's like best week. Um, so you're going to have to temper your expectations um, going up against the Houston Texans. But I just don't think I can bench him at this moment in week one. So um, he will do enough for running back to our flocks guy this week. So, but really other than that, you guys, Robbie gold was, um, was released. So get him out of your lineup unless I'm playing against you because one guy does have his Robbie gold in his lineup right now. I'm hoping he just doesn't realize the predictions of points for him. The Houston Texans, Ashley.
2: Well, I'm loving Deandre Hopkins this week. The Bears have a middle of pack secondary, so he's gonna light it up. And he lights it up anyway. Again, he's one of these guys that we have talked about that is quarterback proof. So you always play DeAndre Hopkins. And he doesn't even need to be quarterback proof because Brock Osweiler's looked pretty decent this preseason. I've been Yeah. He is. Hey, I've, been, I've, I've changed been, my mind on him. Yeah, I've been really pleased with what I've seen from him, to the point that there may be some games where I say startup. I'm not going to go that far this week because, again, it's week one. It goes against my entire principles. You start your studs. But I think there will be there will be some games out there this, this week, not necessarily this season, where I'm saying play Brock Osweiler. Again, that's not the week. But you're playing Lamar Miller. The Bears get the 10th most points to running backs last season. And as we said, Lamar Miller will be running to the ground. We think he's going to do great. Uh, so I like him a lot. And I don't really have many true sleepers in terms of I want you to play them this week because I like Jalen Strawn, I like Braxton Miller, I like Will Fuller. Will Fuller is questionable with a hamstring so he was limited in practice on Wednesday so do not put him in there but all of these guys are guys that you drafted a little bit late in the draft because they all have huge upside but you're not going to play them this week. Ugh. Ken, week one, you're gonna you're gonna wait on it. You're gonna you're gonna wait
1: on that one. These yeah. guys aren't bad daily picks though, because they're going up against Chicago. Daily, so although yeah, maybe you're not gonna put them cheap. in your regular season game or leagues, but you can totally do a, a Jalen Strong, I think, on a daily. I like yeah, because again, Fuller. these
2: are guys that. For, well, Fuller, Will is, Will Fuller is, is
1: good. Yeah, if Will Fuller is good to go, I would pick Fuller over Strong, but.
2: And again, this is what's so frustrating about the new designations this year is that we don't really Mm. know how questionable he is. Because you're right, I I love the upside of all three of these guys, Strong, Miller, and Fuller. I'm a huge fan of this receiving core in general on this team. Um, Daily, I agree, Courtney, because they're so cheap. Just make sure you know the injury the injury situation with Fuller because Fuller is my favorite out of the three here. Um, oddly enough, it goes probably Fuller Miller then Strong, but Strong is technically on the start the starter on the depth chart. But um, keep keep your eyes on this. This is this is a good daily team season long. This is a good team for daily
1: play. Green Bay Packers and the Jacksonville Jaguars the Packers. See this is like a fantasy orgy, but the defenses are just like on the second. Like yeah. tier, mm. so somebody I think is going to be missing out of fantasy points on each of these teams. Um, but must starts Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, we're not benching him. Jordy Nelson will be seeing a snap count on Sunday. Uh, but I still think he's going to get enough time that he's going to have a couple huge yeah. plays. That yeah. it's going to be totally worth being in your lineup, anyways. Um, Randall Cobb, you guys, he has his wingman back. I think this could potentially be a huge week with him with Jordy Nelson being on snap counts. Um, so I, I just – I really like this. Eddie Lacy is in our top ten running backs. Mason Crosby, you guys, we have him third. Um, and Mason Crosby, thing about kickers too is you want to make sure your offense is, is kicking field goals. and And if they're constantly going for two-point conversions or going on the fourth down – you, you need to be aware of that. And Green, Bay, Green Bay might be that team this year. So although I love Mason Crosby right now, um, just keep an eye on what's going on um, with that. For my sleepers, I have Jared Cook. Um, you know, he could start the season strong against the team that is known for being weak against the tight ends. So we have him ranked 13th. He could be a top 10 tight end this week. Um, so he's definitely a sleeper. But I, I really like him. Um, and it's it's the Green Bay Packers. You guys know, on the bench. That's <laughs> you right. You drafted him. You played That's him. right. Oh, Devontae Adams, you can bench him. if You drafted him. Yeah. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, must starts. I have Allen Robinson in the top 10 and Allen Hearns in our top 30. So, therefore, you were playing both of these guys. Um, for my sleepers, if you are in a 12-man league, then Blake Bortles – Falls into the starting category. We have him range right there. Now, the reason why everyone is down on Bortles and the Allen brothers this year is because last year they got the majority of their fantasy points when they fell behind and oh. they had to catch up. Well, they're playing the Green Bay Packers. So, right. although their defense has improved, they are going to have to throw the ball because they probably will fall behind. And this is when the Jacksonville Jaguars makes our fantasy gold. So I'm all in. I'm totally fine with this. I'm just
2: intrigued. Can I have a moment here? Because I've drafted Bortles in every one of my leagues. Not everyone, but pretty darn close. I'm clearly (laughs) all in. Um, Uh. People are so down on them, Courtney. And while, yes, the defense has improved, it's not like we're talking their Super Bowl contenders this year. I
1: don't understand why everyone is so down on them. Bortles does not play until he feels like he has to play. So if they are in the lead at the beginning and they can stay in the lead, he will maintain. But this he is will again become a an Alex Smith of the NFL, and he will maintain. The second he gets behind, he starts playing like a completely different quarterback. All of a sudden, you're playing with Drew Brees.
2: But this is my point. Do you not think this is a little ridiculous that the, the entire NFL seems to assume that the Jaguars are going to have the lead in all, let alone any games this year?
0: No, I think that's valid. I've been saying the same thing because you know what? Blake Bortles, he can do that on all on his own with interceptions and fumbles. He can that's get right. them behind. They that's don't even right. need the defense to do that. You I do, do, what, Bortles I do what you're saying, know. Courtney. But
2: I, I, it's not like we're talking this is like well, what, I, what I'd say here, is, is you know? if you
1: were falling into that trap that all of a sudden, because they got three guys on their defense, that all of a sudden it's to a completely different offense, then this week is going to, you know, change I totally your, you know, me. it's going to be on your opinion to exactly why you should play them this week because he's, they're definitely going to need to throw the ball. Yeah,
0: um true.
1: Um, I am staying away from the backfield um, this week until we see how it all turns out. Ivory usually gets the touchdowns, but I think they're going to throw the ball. And I I can see Bortles running in for a touchdown this week, Brandon. So I, I'm going to go ahead and not love them. Ivory is listed as questionable at this time. That's I think obvious, TJ Yeldon will catch a few balls, but uh, – not probably more than a few balls, but I just, I just not my Go favorite. Yeldin. Yeah, Yeldon's definitely gonna be the guy this Super week, but it's still not my favorite backfield to play against um with the Green Bay Packers. I agree. And the New York Giants at Dallas Cowboys. This one we could be good. This yeah. could be the fantasy orgy as well.
2: This one could be good.
1: Um could be really bad.
2: It could,
0: it could be horrible. It could, it, it, it could be painful, <laughs>
2: actually. Yeah, it's, uh, it could be Game of, of the, the Week. week. Mm. So here's the deal. This is based off last year's stats again, as we've stated, but the Cowboys give the eighth fewest points to wide receivers, so it's not actually a great matchup for the wide receivers, but Odell Beckham Jr. will be fine. You are playing him. You've been waiting all year to play him. You drafted him as your second person overall because he's that good. We play him no matter who he's playing against. I don't know if I love Sterling Shepard as much because of this matchup, um, but I'm not concerned at all about Odell Beckham Jr. You are playing him. Now, Eli Manning, I think he could have a decent game because, again, the Cowboys are only middle of the pack in terms of defending the quarterback, so I think he's going to come out there and and probably have some pretty decent connections with Odell Beckham Jr., um, And you you drafted Eli as a starter, so like it or not, you're playing him, playing him this week. Eli's one of those guys that you draft and he's your starter, but you never like him. You know, like you draft him and he's he's exactly what I'm talking about when I say sometimes I get buyer's remorse after a draft and I'm like, oh my gosh, Eli Manning's my quarterback.
1: That's why I always say you have late
2: round people that you like Eli. I know, but but. You have to take, but at the same time, I have to get that on my mind and know that he finished 10th overall best quarterback last year,
1: mm-hmm.
2: with, a, with a not great offense other than Odell Beckham Jr. again. So it's like, okay, he's got the same level of crap this year. He should do 10th best again around there, but he's difficult to watch. He's a difficult team to watch in general. But Rashad Jennings, I think he could have a good game. And I know I'm alone on this.
1: That was silence. Did you people, hear the crickets? I know. People, <laughs> Rashad Jennings is another guy that's
2: a starting <laughs> running back in the NFL that nobody seems to want to draft. No, no, I agree. I'm not down
0: on
1: Rashad. I'm, not, um, I'm, I'm neutral. I'm, just, I'm I, neutral, I'm, too. I, I didn't no draft him because I'm all. neutral with him. I just didn't want it. But,
2: well, no one has any feelings towards the Giants other than OBJ. I mean, really, what feelings do we have towards this team?
1: No. The backfield and Eli, I agree. I'm very neutral with both of them.
2: But the Cowboys gave yeah. up the seventh most points last year on the rush.
1: Yeah.
2: So technically, if you drafted Rashad Jennings, this is you drafted him for this week.
0: Oh, the Cowboys have a sneaky terrible defense. That's sneaky. what I'm
2: saying. Like you think they're better than they are, but it's like, wait, oh no, they are oh.
0: sneakily one of the worst.
2: So you sneaky drafted. Bad. If, I'm just saying, if you drafted Rashad Jennings, you drafted him for this kind of week. <laughs> so you need to play him in sneakily bad.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm
1: just picturing bad. in my head when you say they're sneakily bad. I'm like picturing this toddler. Coming in, you know, with like paint all over their body or something. Yeah. Trying to be sneaky, but really just completely obvious that they just screwed up your whole house.
2: The Cowboy <laughs> defense is a bunch of four year olds with markers in their
0: hands.
1: Yeah, right. permanent markers. Permanent markers. Yeah, right. right. Always, always <laughs> permanent. First nightmare. Yep. All right. What about the Cowboys?
0: Ezekiel Elliott says that he's 100% after his hamstring injury that has been plaguing him during the preseason. Uh, Also, he will not be charged for domestic violence. There were too many conflicting reports, so you can move on from that. If you drafted him, you're starting him. That's it. Um, You know, uh, it seems like the Giants may or may not have improved on defense over the offseason, but the point remains. uh, You know, last season they did give up the eighth most fantasy points to opposing running backs, So Ezekiel Elliott will be used. It is what it is. Jason Witten again, our boy. Wow, oh, boy! Courtney likes tight ends with rookies. Nice. I've been repeating it on Pro Football Focus. We're gonna just spread that rumor. Like, it's our yeah, job. Until
1: he catches on. Absolutely.
0: Uh, I don't think you're wrong, Courtney. Uh, Witten caught one pass in the third preseason game, but it was for a touchdown. Uh, they will build on that. Always start, Des Bryant. Just wanted to say his name. Sleepers, actually, is Dak Prescott. I'm not against it. You know, listen, he killed it during the preseason. Right. Seven touchdowns and zero turnovers. You can't argue math. So um, He's throwing his first turnover tonight. On I'm sure. I'm sure. But he won't throw four is my prediction.
1: Right. You just Some threw, that. You just threw that out there. Better He's take that probably back. probably going to throw four now. <laughs> You're right. That was terrible.
0: <laughs> a terrible idea for me. Uh, he as hasn't been- missed a kick all season. Thanks. <sighs> to the left
1: that's what you just did to die
0: poor gary anderson (laughs) Uh, okay it's week one uh and they are playing with a rookie quarterback and a rookie running back so i'm not comfortable suggesting anyone else in this matchup even though it is a good matchup uh so you know watch cole beasley bryce butler maybe lance dunbar gets out there maybe alfred morris although i doubt it um to me Terrence Williams is the only person that I will never trust again to be on my fantasy team. Uh, He'd have to do a lot for me to feel comfortable starting him ever. But these other guys may be in bye weeks. Just putting it out there.
1: All right. Putting it out. Miami Dolphins is Seattle Seahawks. You guys, this is another one where the Mm -hmm. offense is not gelling yet, and they're going to face the Seattle Seahawks in week one. That's not nice. In Seattle, it's mean. (laughs) It's mean in Seattle. Yeah, it is. It's really mean. So I do not love this matchup. I do not love anybody on Miami. If one person you're going to play, is going to be Jarvis Landry. But people that are ranked right around him, Eric Decker, Moncrief, I would rather start either one of those over Jarvis Landry. Um, just to give you a little thing, I'm not going to go into all the players, but they g- Seattle gave up the third fewest fantasy points to wide receivers and the absolute fewest to running backs. So although congratulations, Arian Foster's for being the starting running back. Yay. 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 Sure. Um, no more J H I E did not rhyme the way I wanted it to. No, nope, nope, uh, nope. it just <laughs> sounded really good in the head and then it came out. No, nope. uh, I'm not going to start them this week. I just can't, which stinks because you only have yeah. Arian Foster for a very limited time before he dies. And it stinks to have to bench him in one of those weeks, but it's Seattle week one in Seattle. or moving on. Um, you, obviously, you aren't going to start Jordan Cameron. Um, you aren't going to do that anyways. Devontae Bar- Parker um, was still sidelined at practice as of today, Wednesday, so it does not look good that he's going to be playing on Sunday. I was never high on him anyways. A lot of people were, so if you took him, I would not play him at all this week, even if he does get the start. Um, and yeah, you never start Hill. So... Against Seattle, it's obvious. Actually, the Seahawks. Well, you're playing almost everybody against Miami
2: because it's obvious. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doug Baldwin, I, you know, Miami was the middle of the pack defense uh, in terms of their secondary. So you're going to play Baldwin. He's the main target for Russell Wilson. He's got fantastic hands, maybe even the best hands in the NFL, which is, this is a very high praising compliment mm. for me for a Seattle Seahawk. Um, but I do. He's great. The ball's his way. He generally catches it. Uh, Russell Wilson again is a middle of the pack defense against a quarterback. I think he's going to light them up. I think he's going to do just fine. Uh, sleepers. The other wide receivers in this core are good too. Jermaine Curse, Tyler Lockett, and Paul Richardson. All of them could do something, but I don't want you to start any of them. Uh, Doug Baldwin's really the only guy you're going to start because again, you didn't draft these other guys as your starters. And while it's, it's not a fantastic matchup, I think they'll do fine, but don't risk Good daily,
1: good guys. daily plays though. Yeah, right? good daily because you... it's a good, great matchup for them.
2: Yeah, again, daily is a different beast here, guys, because daily is all about your actual budget and what you need to shift around. So, yeah, if if you want to do that, I would probably lean Tyler Lockett in this matchup out of the three, out of Paul Richardson, Jermaine Curse, and Paul Richardson, sorry, Paul Richardson, Jermaine Curse, and Tyler Lockett. Uh, I would go Lockett if you wanted to get something a little cheaper,
0: but Lockett probably is still going to
2: have a decent value.
0: Isn't it crazy that he listed as the number three behind Jermaine Curse? No, Curse is a better receiver. All right, putting it out there.
2: (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Woof, woof. My opinions with the Seahawks. Um, wow. Cold
0: medication was like smackdown. Yes,
2: I that. I like Lockett, <laughs> but I feel like Lockett's really boomer bust, which is why I like him for daily.
1: But no, I agree, they're all boomer bust on this team. Let's just pray. are they are. They are. Ball now, boom.
2: the one thing that Miami's decent at doing is defending tight ends. So Jimmy Graham, he has a good chance of playing this week. He's been full go in practices. But I don't think this is going to be the weekend that he lights it up. Again, he's been allegedly full go. We haven't really seen much of him. Um, so this is not the week. I don't really love Jimmy Graham this week. Now, Christian Michael, on the other hand, the Dolphins gave up the absolute most points to running backs last year. So this is the week. If you drafted yeah. Christian Michael, which I am not, wasn't a huge fan of you doing... This is the week to play him because Thomas Rawls, you know, he will play, but he's going to have limited reps. Uh, you know, Pete Carroll basically views this as his second preseason game, which means that he's not going to give him a full workload. He's just trying to get his body back acclimated into football shape um, in terms of actual gameplay. So this will be a Christian Michael game. So if you drafted him, it was for this week, so you need to play him. You need to 100% play him because by the time Rawls comes back, we're, we don't know what that share is going to look like between Rawls and Christian Michael. And I feel like Rawls is probably going to win it out in the end. Um, so this is the week to play him.
1: I think this is a great guy to play when you have uh, – if you have like a, a Jonathan Stewart or, you know, somebody who's got Jamal a really Charles. tough match. Jamal Charles. Yeah, if, obviously. If yeah, good if one. You didn't, if he
2: didn't have Ware, I'd rather play Ware
1: than Christian Michael. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but this is, like, but, Christian Michael's available. Agreed. You know, yeah. most, most people handcuffed Charles with wear because they knew Charles, you know, has the age issue, but an injury issue. But Christian Michael is a guy that, you know, could be played in, in several areas, like Arian Foster this week. Or we know. haven't gotten
2: to it yet, but, like, if you've got Carlos Hyde, whose concussion and hasn't officially been cleared, maybe you want to go yeah. Christian Michael. I don't know yeah Gosh. pick them up and put him Talk in and a horrible case situation carlos hyde or christian michael that's like my nightmare yeah we're in Hades. absolutely
1: all right new england patriots the arizona cardinals all right this is gonna be easy peasy. new england it's is going away no time
0: with Garoppolo. And Arizona gave up the sixth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks, eighth fewest to running backs, seventh fewest wide receivers, 14th fewest to tight ends. Gronkowski has the best matchup technically. And I don't care. It's Rob Gronkowski. You start him. Don't get cute. That's right. Don't Stop get it. cute. Don't get cute with Rob Gronkowski. No.
1: You We're not win. saying bench grob for Jason Witten. Okay. I'm not no. saying that. No, we're not.
0: Uh, Julian <laughs> Edelman is not on the injury list, so I'm cool with him as well. I think they have to throw the ball to him.
2: Do you think that hurt Belichick to not have him on the injury list?
0: Um we have more time, so he might go on there. Let's be honest. <laughs> got a few more days. But yeah. hey, let's days. celebrate. Let's celebrate right now. Uh, sleepers, Garrett Blunt, uh, you know, you're you got to think that they're going to try to run the ball a lot. Uh, see if they can, you know, make any ground up that way since Gropolo didn't look stellar in the preseason. Uh, but still, you know, it's a tough defense. So he's still in the sleeper category. Garoppolo did seem comfortable throwing to James White. He is risky, but a really, really deep league. I'm in some weird leagues where I have to play like a million people james white's okay especially in a ppr league um and then the bench martellus bennett don't again stop telling me he's aaron hernandez stop telling me it doesn't matter that tom brady is suspended stop telling me that they don't have a tough schedule i can't have these conversations anymore it's blowing my brain and then chris hogan's tough time to be a sleeper on the new england patriots you know what i'm saying nothing against you chris hogan i'm sure you're fantastic you've actually had a good preseason um, but you're playing with Garoppolo,
1: so. Against Arizona. Against Arizona. Oh so, no.
0: So it is what it is. But you know what? When you play the Bills, I'm all over you. I see you, Chris. I see you, Chris. I see you. Arizona Cardinals, I'm actually gonna be a Debbie Downer here. Bruce Arians is an intelligent man. And he's gonna say, hmm, I'm at home against the New England Patriots without Tom Brady. I'm going to just not turn over the ball and get out of this with a w and feel great about myself i do not think this is going to be a big fantasy game for anyone in arizona except for david johnson and maybe a hint of your chris johnson i would not play chris johnson in a fantasy team but what i'm saying is i think they're just going to run 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 some more control the clock get the W maybe a couple of passes here or there, but I really actually don't like anyone on this team. Um, so I mean, yeah, you know, there, uh, Michael Floyd, Larry Fitzgerald, if you drafted them as your starters, which you probably did, they're fine, but I wouldn't expect a big game from them. I think we're yeah. feeling kind of the same way about Jeremy Macklin. It's like, they're just some people that you're like, well, you know, it just probably isn't going to happen. Um, I am not a huge fan of John Brown right now. He's been in concussion protocol a lot. He's had some issues. Um, He's off the injury report, supposedly. Supposedly he's going to be fine. Keep your eye on it, though. Concussions come back in weird ways. So I just want to make sure that you're all safe. Um, And then Carson Palmer, you know, he threw for 35 touchdowns and only 11 interceptions last year. But uh, down the stretch, he was not as good due to a finger injury. And he says that he put all of that behind him. But he threw for zero touchdowns and three interceptions in the preseason, which, again, is just preseason. It's no big deal. But I just don't think they're going to push it
1: this week. Against New England. I do not want to hear that. I have Carson Palmer in every league.
2: Well, you could, well, could have been feeling good watching preseason
1: in general. I just yeah. didn't watch him. Okay. I didn't watch him. I just believe in not watching preseason when it comes to.
2: He's looked really
1: doing well He's really, well. really bad.
2: But yeah. it's preseason. And he's a he's a pro. I think he'll be fine. But the preseason has been rough to watch.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's
1: not good. good.
0: So that's he's why I don't think they're going to push it.
1: All right. Well, maybe he'll throw it to David Johnson. Yeah. yeah. Some yeah. check
0: downs. Yeah. Check downs.
1: Let's let's do that. Uh um, no, like in the end zone in the four points. But check downs yeah. are fine too. Uh Pittsburgh Steelers, Washington Redskins.
0: All right. The Pittsburgh Steelers, I got I'm sorry guys, I'm talking a lot on this one. Um, okay, Antonio Brown, people don't respect Josh Norman. Um I respect Josh Norman, but I don't care. I'm going to still start Antonio Brown, but I just wanted to say that out loud. Uh, (laughs) D'Angelo Williams, uh, Washington is middle of the road defending running backs, but I'm into the system. there in Pittsburgh. I'm still starting D'Angelo Williams. Sleepers, Jesse James is one of my favorite sleepers of the year. He is a tight end. Uh, He caught four of his five targets for 25 yards and a touchdown in the third preseason game. Um, Ladarius Green, it's wacky doodle. He's on IR. We don't know what's happening. Um, you know, this Jesse James, guy, Six foot seven, two hundred and sixty-one pounds. Uh, seems Just to have a connection, little guy. Huh? Little guy, real little guy. <laughs> so uh, Jesse James is huge and uh, should be on your radar. As far as Eli Rogers is concerned, I'm a little bit concerned because it looks like Antonio Brown and Marcus Wheaton, and then he's listed as the third. But he's also listed as the third behind Darius Hayward Bay. Um, and semi coats and some weird configurations. So um, I like Eli Rogers one. We'll see how he gets worked in. Um, it, I will say I, I, again, an FFC championship um, is a $2,500 buy-in. There were two things that drew me cra- drove me crazy. One was that there was a uh, Jamal Charles and Spencer Ware were both taken in the fifth round.
2: Wow, and then so high for Ware.
0: Also in the fifth round, Eli Rogers. That's, that's crazy. Just, why don't you just set fire to $2,500? Just phew, goodbye. Anyway, made me cranky. Um, Wheaton is still in the injury report as questionable with that shoulder injury. Uh, 44 catches for 749 yards and five touchdowns last year. Not great, but he is the starter. Again, just a reminder that's on the right. bench. Darius had rebate, but I do want to say he's going to be a touchdown vulture. And I just want to laugh about that. Cause you know, all year long, you're going to complain about D H P That's DHB. what he does. That's
1: what he does
0: to say. Washington Redskins. Uh, This is actually going to be really easy. They are at home. They were considerably better at home last season than they were away. Yes. So here's the deal. Uh Respect Kirk Cousins. Guy has the uh, highest completion percentage. And when you accounted for drops and throwaways, he had the second highest only to Teddy Bridgewater, who's not here anymore. So it's him again. Respect Deshaun <laughs> Jackson. He's looking better and feeling better than he has all season. And uh, they brought in Justin Gilbert from the Browns to play cornerback. And no wasn't scared of that from Pittsburgh. So it's not promising. Um, and uh, respect Jordan Reed. Last season, Pittsburgh gave up the eighth most fantasy points to tight ends. Uh, it's all good stuff. Sleepers. <clears throat> I'm interested in Pierre Garçon, Jamison Crowder, and Josh Doxon, who's back to practicing, uh, but not in week one. So, again, people just to watch. Also, Vernon Davis is in a lot of two tight end sets recently. I don't think that this is something that you need to pay attention to immediately. But during bye weeks, again, the tight end position is weird. I actually think that Vernon Davis is going to have a little bit more of a fantasy impact possibly than Martellus Bennett, um, at least up – front. That so, is a bold
2: statement. It's a
0: bold statement. I'll write it down. You. Write it down. I'm telling you, Martellus Bennett and I are just not friends right now. Uh, and then in the on the bench, I'm trying to avoid this whole Matt Jones backfield situation as much as I possibly can. Again, you may not have that possibility. Uh, Jones is still listed as questionable with an AC joint sprain. He's been wearing a non-contact jersey, but he is back at practice. They list Chris Thompson, who's really kind of a third back, down back kind of guy, uh, is the second guy. And then it's Robert Kelly. They let go of Mac Brown, who had a big final preseason game. But really, Rob Kelly kind of earned that job. Undrafted free agent. Um, Very little clarity. uh, And also, Pittsburgh gave up the second fewest fantasy points to opposing running backs last season. So I don't think they declined that much. And if it's already a mess, why? Yeah, agreed.
1: All right. I recant my statement. The final Monday night game is Game of the week <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Los Angeles Rams, the San Francisco 49ers. I cannot believe they're ending week one with this game. I
0: well, I was talking to Ashley before you got on the line because we we all get on this like, you know, uh, Google Hangout, and I said to her just like immediately, I was like, Could you imagine being in the NFL marketing office and saying, Okay, so how are we gonna market Case Keenum versus Blaine Gabbert as the final game of week one? No. There's
1: nothing exciting it's about this game. It's a good thing that I think Pittsburgh and Washington are playing Monday Night too, Right. Because if are. they yeah. weren't, then, yeah, I mean, nobody would be watching it. That's probably honestly why
2: they did it, because it's going to be a doubleheader, so it's not like they're on their own and they have to front the entire load.
1: Um, yeah. And, bad. you know. This is the game that they should have had when Donald Trump was complaining about debates on football day. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nobody would be like, okay, I get it. But I'm sure they're the thinking Jared Goff, you know, first overall
2: round pick of you know the 2015 draft or 2016 draft, excuse me. And then he's not um, even going to
1: play. You
0: won't. So it's he's not like, even going to be dressed up. Did you classic. hear that today? He's not even going. He's going to be a,
1: a healthy scratch. Yeah, he's the it's third fantastic. wide receiver on the depth chart. Quarterback and or quarterback, excuse me. And they don't have they don't yeah they're not going to put him on there, which. If you watched Hard Knocks, you can kind of understand why. <laughs> the learning curve is kind of... He I needs mean, a moment to catch up. Can he's you believe that sweet. Carson
0: Wentz and Dak Prescott are going to be the starting quarterbacks that are rookies this year? Yes.
1: I know, and Goff's not. Well, yes, Wentz, I, I thought. Wentz, I can see. If you watched Dak Prescott, Knock. I would have never guessed, although people were saying that he's like... Was the top quarterback out of the draft this year, but yeah, nobody was going to take a risk on him. Well, of course Dallas does. But let's get into the LA Rams because it's going to be fast. Like, pull that bandaid <laughs> off. Who are you starting? Todd Gurley. San Francisco go the second most fantasy points to running backs, and it's Todd Gurley. You're going to play him. Awesome. I feel good. I'm excited Great. to see him back on the field. And the Los Angeles Rams defense. Why? Because they're playing against the 49ers. Lane Gabbard. It's amazing. Slow clap, slow clap. Um, Tavon Austin uh, is going to be in my sleepers, you guys. Um, this is no better matchup than the 49ers, and if you drafted him, this might be the week you want to play him in your flex spot. Um, he still has Keenum throwing him the ball, um, and it is in a first run-first offense, obviously, but this is why he's in the sleeper category. There is potential for him this week. And everybody else is on the bench, including Goff. <laughs> Literally. He's actually still at home.
0: He's he's actually doing yeah. Peyton on Sunday morning. Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's like, I, <laughs> I don't have to travel that game. <laughs> <laughs> he's he watching lied. the Steelers game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ashley, 49ers. Can I say you shouldn't start
2: anyone? Is that yes. fair to say? Mm-hmm. I, I mean – I have I'm Carlos not. Hyde in there because Carlos Hyde, you drafted as a starter. But here's the issue. is he still listed as questionable with concussion. He's not passed concussion protocol as of yet. He is expected to be cleared by Monday. Um, the Rams actually had a middle of the pack defense in terms of the rush. So it, it shouldn't be a horrible game. But again, this is a tricky one because like Brian said, the concussion protocol, they could be fine one day. They look like they're doing, doing well. And then all of a sudden, we've got a setback. And Carlos Hyde has been somebody that hasn't exactly had a favorable history in terms of health. So I'm a little bit nervous with that. And they don't have a backup, per se, because Chandron is also questionable with ribs. So it's Mm. not going to be a good running situation in general for the 49ers. The sleepers, in terms of wide receivers, you could maybe say Torrey Smith. Um... But the Rams give up the six-fewest points to wide receivers, so it's not even a great matchup for him. And Torrey Smith's really the only guy, so that's why I'd say maybe a sleeper, because the other wide receivers on his team are Aaron Burbridge, Quinton Patton, uh, Jeremy Curley, and Rod Streeter. Now, Courtney should be excited because Rod Streeter's her boy for absolutely no reason.
1: <laughs> I tweeted out. I was like, Rod Streeter! He's Streeter, alive! He's alive! I
0: <laughs> You guys find this so funny. So they announced that he was like traded or whatever. And it, we, I had my uh, Sunday Bleacher Report show. I kept calling him Rod Stewart over and over. Oh, yeah. I could not Sunday. stop calling him Rod Stewart. So I started playing Rod Stewart music. So I was like, <laughs> oh, no, this is so embarrassing. Rod can you Stewart. imagine
2: Rod Stewart in pads? I can Well, he might be I as
0: good.
1: Thought of that. Shut your mouth. Oh, <laughs> that's Courtney's boy. Don't you talk about my Streeter that way. You do never start Streeter. You never <laughs> start Streeter. just has my heart.
2: Jeremy Curley, though, I think this year (laughs) could be really interesting. I think he's going to get a lot more play than people think. But you're not playing him this week again because you didn't draft him and he's not one of your starters. He's not one of your studs. You're not playing him. Don't do it. If you do want to get a little bit cheeky here, I'm kind of okay with Vance McDonald. Uh, Again, middle of the pack defense. I don't know why I'm so huge on him this year. But he catches almost all of his targets. And again, we've got a really bad quarterback situation with Blaine Gabbert and Colin Kaepernick. And Blaine Gabbert, as we've been saying all off-season and preseason, is the guy. And lo and behold, what do you know? Not a shocker to us. Blaine Gabbert is the starter week one. No one is shocked.
1: Every time you say Vance McDonald, I think of Chris McDonald and Batman as Robin. Oh. So if one of our listeners could please put Vance's face on Chris McDonald's is Robin, that would be great. In the Robin outfit? Well, yeah, there's be... no Batman on the team, unfortunately. I was like, who would be Batman? Chip Kelly? Oof, he would be the Joker. <laughs> you hear a picture
2: of him. <laughs> uh, and that is not fantasy relevant because that's so hilarious. Uh, not this comment. Because Bruce Miller was arrested earlier for beating up a 70-year-old man and his 29-year-old uh son who was next door the hotel was allegedly sold out bruce miller went upstairs just entered a room started yelling at this elderly couple his son came over uh he punched the older gentleman in the face broke bones in his face and needless to say he is no longer on the team he was released so not fantasy relevant but just wanted to bring up as a very very weird but an educational
1: moment for me because i did not know you could get charged for hitting an elderly person did you know that it's It's like elderly abuse like i get it like if you're like in a home and you're like a caregiver but like he got charged for the fact that the man was 70 well it is. he deserves to go to prison yeah
2: (laughs) i wonder what the age cutoff is in terms of when you can and cannot hit
1: someone because i don't know i wonder if it's the same as when you get like the senior citizen discount
2: but that's what's tricky is that you can get a- discounts at fifty five, sixty five, sixty, sixty two. Depends on the state and depends on.
1: We need to call AARP. We
2: do. What constitutes not being allowed to be punched in the face? <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm sure they it's get this such question. Such a messed up story, though. All it's Such the time. a messed up story. So anyway, you're not playing
2: really anybody on the Niners team this week, maybe ever.
1: Cause it's the game of the week. Well, I hate to end you guys on that note, but it's not our fault. Call the NFL. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Make sure to subscribe to us guys at her So you can get our newsletter. We will have the link to the diced game on Fanduel that we set up every week. We give you four ingredients, um, ingredients so Make sure you sign up so you can get that newsletter this week. Um, and also make sure you listen to us on Fantasy Sports Network from 9 to 11 Eastern on Saturday night. We're there for two hours. We're going to answer tons of questions, get pumped up for week one just like on our show. It's amazing. Uh, so we're right before you really have the last chance of setting your lineup. So get get on there. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at HerFantasyBS fantasy fb and on facebook slash her fantasy football we're better on twitter so if you have start or sit questions um i would contact us there um but yeah good luck everybody in week one you drafted them you have to play them that's right no more faking it (laughs)